Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Today, I have a special guest, Horatio, for MTV The Challenge. Ride or die, okay. how are you, my brother? Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here, and let's, let's get this going. Thank you. Thank you. So let's get into this discussion. Like, my first question I want to ask you, I ask everybody that comes on this show this question. It is a mess. Next question. Um, and I want to ask you, how is your mental health? Mental health. I am feeling very strong mentally. I am feeling feeling good. I feel like I'm growing my mental health day by day, uh, improving it. But overall, I feel strong mentally. Good. That's good. I like to ask that question because I feel like Somebody could be struggling, you know, mentally, but you could, I could be like, hey, Harisha, how you doing? You could be like, I'm good, but mentally, how are you? So exactly. I think that's like a dope question to ask, and we feel like we need to ask that question way more in this world. That's true. Oh, I mean, how's your mental health? How are you doing? Um, my mental health is okay. <laughs> it's okay. okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a therapy session yesterday, and I just realized that, okay. you know, like, I just realized that my therapist didn't have my address and like I'm trying to decide if I'm going to give him my address, but I need to give it to him. So I'm just like up and down. <laughs> crazy. Um, my next question for you, growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? Uh, yes, it was. I don't think, uh, my parents were never very, they were, they were never like strict on me in a sense, um, but I was always a very quiet kid and you know, kind of what they told me to do, I do it. And yeah. so I, I didn't really ask questions or anything. And, you know, so it was okay. And I was a very emotional kid. I go back to the sports, like for soccer, I would cry so much because, you know, I was that kid that wanted to win at all costs. And when it didn't happen, you know, it wasn't because I was a sore loser. I was just frustrated that I couldn't do more. Um, yeah. So my parents knew how I was and they never like pushed me against it. They always understood me and kind of just wanted to help me to, to improve that. Yes, yes, yes. I always like to ask that second follow-up question because everybody grows up differently and it's always good to hear different mm -hmm. stories of growing up. If it was okay, not to be okay. You know, it's always good to hear that. Um, my next question for you, right? I ask all the men that come on my podcast this question. It's one of my favorite questions, you know? Yeah, my favorite mm -hmm. question. So there is a stigma, right, surrounding mental health, but there's also a stigma surrounding men's mental health. You know, the stigma that says, we have to man up, you know, we got to be strong, you know, we can't cry, we can't be depressed, we can't be suicidal, you know, we can't be sad, you know, what do you say to that stigma that's out there? Uh, I mean, first off, it's a, I'm sorry, uh, there is, um, it's a stigma that is so, uh, I, I just don't understand it, and it's specifically because it's so tailored to men like oh you shouldn't you should you should toughen up and all that it's weird I have a very I don't know a weird mentality in that aspect I do believe yes you definitely have to not man up but you have to 
not play the victim role. I, what, what, where I'm going with this is like, life's not fair, right? Um, maybe I'm going in too deep right now, but life's not fair and it's, it's, it's never going to be right. And you at times I I get it. I've been in that position where I, yeah, I, I want to be honest and say, I've hit depression at one point and I didn't want to do anything. I was locked in my room. Um, it got to the point where like, you know, I had, I don't want to say I was suicidal, but it was to a point where I was like, I have to really disappear. I was really in a dark spot in in that point in my life. Um, had like a plan in a sense, like it it was crazy. And not, not a lot of people know this. I mean, I'm, I'm being very honest, very open right now. Yeah. Very few people know this. Um, and like I said, I, I was just in a very dark spot. I would cry. I would, it was just bad. But at the end, at the end of the day, it's like, bro, nobody's going to come out here to save you. Like yeah. you have a lot of love and support uh, from other people. But if you don't pick yourself up, you're the only one that has that, that strength that, that can get yourself out of this hole. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a stigma that like, yes, I, I do believe that you have to man up, but don't be scared to show your feelings as well. If you want to cry, cry. If it's going to make you feel better, go for it. Um, but also know, like, don't, don't, don't play a victim role. And that's the thing uh, I've learned um, just recently, um, just because like, what I went through mentally was only yes. recent. So, so um, you mentioned something about, you know, suicide a little bit right so that goes into my next question uh, well yeah my next question so i want to say before i get into the next question i want to say anybody out there that's struggling in deep dark depression suicidal thoughts or suicide ideation there is a suicide prevention life crisis line that you can call the number is 988 they made it so easy guys the number is 988 and if you're feeling lonely out there there is also an act called stigma that's awesome. You get support from everybody around the world. Whatever you're going through, you got people to give you hope. You can give hope. Make sure you guys download the app Stigma. Um, I want to ask you a question, right? Well, yeah, ask you a question, but I'll answer it first. Um, you talked about having thoughts of suicide, right? I want to ask you something different. I want to ask you, like, what made you have some thoughts? You know, you say you had a plan. You know, like, what made, like, what led to that? But I'll start first. Um, I was sexually abused by two of my male cousins as a child, you know, innocent child. They was way older than me. Um, I didn't start dealing with it until um, I got like 26. Um, but I do remember as a child, um, I think, well, I can say I think I tried to commit suicide as a child, but I didn't realize that until now that one day I ran outside. I was playing with my friend up in Lebanon, PA, and I was visiting my dad and his girlfriend and I was playing, but I ran in the street and got hit by a car. I think I was just dealing with, you know, the sexual wow. abuse trauma yeah. that I didn't realize that, you know, it just came back in my head. I was like, wow, I tried to, you know, you know, kill myself, you know. Um, and I want to make sure I use the right term, guys. The term for suicide is die by suicide, not commit. The right term is die by suicide. Um, and, you know, I lost my mom 2019 and I lost my sister nine months later. So, like, Suicide still is on my mind, guys. You know, uh, through my podcast, I'm a group facilitator for NAMI, a mental health organization. Shout out to NAMI, our lead support groups, and I still struggle with thoughts of suicide. So, um, 
it's, it's hard. Some some days it's hard. Some days yeah. it's not. But make sure you guys get into some type of community. You know, somebody that you trust. And always remember, not everyone understands mental health. You know, you got to find somebody that does. That's going to fight. You know, fight with you and not mm-hmm. give up on you. Because mental health struggles, it could be a lot, especially suicidal thoughts. But I want to ask you, you know, like what led for you to, you know, think about suicide? Um, first of all, I'm sorry to hear all that. Um, but for me, it wasn't, I, I, I don't want to say I was suicidal. I was more in terms of, I want to disappear, like for nobody to know where I'm at. Nobody knows, um, but not necessarily like, you know, at the cost of my life. Um, yeah. What led to me to, to be that is just like mistakes that I did that I never thought I'd, I'd do things that I, a position where I never thought I'd be. Um, and you know, what, what I went through, it has, it's not even close to like what you have just told me or what other people have gone through, because yeah. I feel like there's always, there's always going to be someone in a worse position than you a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. And so it has not, it was nothing like that. Uh, but I would just like, how can I, how am I ever going to forgive myself? How am I going to allow my like how why did I do that and that's kind of what led me into that that hole and I kind of took it as like I have to hit rock bottom I absolutely have to go all the way down hit rock bottom and once you hit rock bottom the only thing that you do you could do now is is climb up now and so that's the only thing you could do and so like I said once I started getting to that getting through that thought process of like really like stop 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 thinking like this and changing the I know it's easier said than done but trying to change into a positive like mindset a positive attitude even though everything that I did reminded me of that mistake that I did or that those those the, the people that I hurt like I still was like okay man it's it's done with there's yeah. nothing you could do anymore about it and this goes like for, for what I went through for, um, like I said, I'm so sorry what you went through, but you have to accept what life is. And at times it's like, you lost a family member, you lost a parent, you're, you know, uh, you had um, abuse when you were younger, whatever yeah. it is. And I'm, I'm so sorry for everybody, anybody that's going through this, but it is what it is. It happened. Like I said, life's not fair. And you can't let that, like, you can't let that break you. And you can't let that hold you forever because life yeah. is like, life is so beautiful. Like, let's be honest, we have one life, right? And it's so, so beautiful. There's so many things out there. There's so many nice people out there. I feel like people nowadays, they just focus on negative. They're like, oh, there's so many bad people out there. There's so many, you know, like murder. Yeah. There's all this stuff. Why, why would we want to focus on the negative when life is so beautiful, when you could travel and you could see other cultures, you can meet some amazing people. And yeah. that, I think that's where, you know, I, I had to, once I hit rock bottom, like that's where my mind finally like started to change. And I think that's what a lot of people really need is to hit rock bottom. I'm not, everybody has a different, different mindset, uh, a different path. Everybody's different, like mentally, like strength wise. But I do know that, if you hit rock bottom, like I said, the only way you could do, you, the only thing you could do now is climb up and that's going to make you so much stronger. Um, I don't know. That's, that's kind of how, how, how I came into that mindset. 
Yes, thank you. And I want to say any guy out there that's struggling with any deep depression, thoughts of suicide, suicide ideation, um, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline is out there, 98. Um, Google is your best friend. Guys, you know, there are free support groups. They're not intended to replace therapy, but support groups are awesome. I'll lead them. And Stigma, the app, download that. You go ask for hope or get hope. You know, it's, I mean, or give hope is so dope. Um, my next question for you, right? Um, okay, you know, you're on MTV The Challenge, right? Yes. New season, right, guys. How was that for you mentally? <laughs> <laughs> um honestly it was it was smooth it was actually very smooth um I didn't really struggle mentally and that's because I learned from my other previous show yeah and that and that other show I was locked in for for six months for six months and I got I got maybe two three phone calls the entire time I was there um so I was literally completely just in competition mode for six months didn't know anything about the outside world and I think that one actually, that was what really built my mindset, that, that show and being isolated and being away from family and all that. And then, so going into the challenge, it was like, okay, this is, this is nothing. And we, have so, we had so much freedom in a sense compared to my other show. Yeah. So mentally, I felt very strong the entire time. It was only, you know, I can't lie, you definitely miss family and friends. But yeah. other than that, it was, it was a breeze. <laughs> I was it's crazy that you answered my question. I was gonna ask you about that show too. <laughs> I didn't know you was in there for six months. I didn't know shows go six months. Oh wow, that's <laughs> yeah, it was it was long. It was long. Yeah, and I actually showed up late. It was originally eight months. So um oh wow um that seemed like a oh, long time long long time oh, oh yeah. um my next question you know like watching you know watching back you know your show both of the shows right you probably watched a bit like did like anything you saw or hear like mess you up mentally you know like sometimes i feel like reality stars you know especially the ones that got a film and it's not a live show that when they watch the back they get you know yeah. like hurt or offended did that happen to you on both of your shows no, um, watching them back. So I, the challenge, I was able to watch it back while it yeah. was airing. My other show, uh, I didn't have the chance to do because it was being kind of aired at the same time. Um, yeah. But I've had the, I mean, I've been blessed with just positive support. I yeah. have received very, very negative, like very few negative. Like I, I, I could maybe count them, like maybe two or three comments. Yeah. And what I do like when I do receive a negative it's like thank you that's all I can say thank you like thank you and god bless you man because I'm not gonna let you bring me down like this I'm 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 doing what I want to do I'm doing it the best way I know how I'm being myself and you're not gonna be able to please everybody you have to accept that there's no way you're gonna be able to please everybody um you know I could be somebody's favorite and in somebody's eyes I'm the enemy Um, I could be the freaking devil to somebody else, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, I obviously want to be a great person to everybody. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm bad to anybody, but yeah. if you don't like me, I'm, I'm, I can't really do too much about it. And those negative comments, I can't let them bring me down. I, once again, have to focus on the positive. That's it. 
I can say I haven't seen any negative comments about you. They gave you rookie of the year. (laughs) (laughs) And recently with um, MCB, you know, at the final, when they had that one part where you had the shirt off and stuff like that, I was like, (laughs) I said, the ladies is definitely going to love him. I was like, this is like, you know, I think you you definitely are rookie of the year. You know, you proved yourself. You know, congratulations. You know, congratulations on everything that you had to go through and you proved on that show. And my next question for you is, um, I want to ask you, what does mental health mean to you? When you think of mental health, what does that mean to you? When I think mental health, um, I think it's, it's literally everything because just how you started our conversation, you didn't ask, how are you? You asked, how is your mental health? Because yeah, like you said, so many people you ask, how are you? And so many of you can just say, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But deep down they're they're not, you know, I've been there. So mental health is everything. And it comes down for at least myself. It comes down to how are you building your mental health and how strong are are you making it? Because that's, what's going to get you through anything. And I always see, I like to bring everything back to, to, to sports or to competition, because that's, that's what I love to do. A lot of people focus on like, okay, yeah, I got to be the strongest guy benching, you know, 400 pounds, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you could be, you could be so much stronger than me, but if your mental state is not there and I'm going to take you, I'm going to beat you. So yeah, I think mental health is number one. It should be number one for everybody um, in terms of like even training, like it's little things, little things, um, People focus too much on like, oh, my, my nutrition, all this. And, and they, they put to the side their mental state. And then they, they yeah. you know, stress comes in. They feel overwhelmed. They, all these negative things come in. It's like, yeah. okay, take a step back and really focus on what's important, which is your mental state, because that's what's going to push you to do other things and, you know, become better. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, my next question for you is, uh, we um, know that you work out. Can you tell people how important it is to work out? I mean, how important working out is for your mental health? Because I've personally done it before. I remember I was depressed. And every time I was depressed, I would go to the gym. And I felt good for months, like real, real good for months. Yeah. Like I was depressed, you know, even I'm slowly trying to get back into the gym. But, you know, I was like not depressed for months. And I was like, dang, like, that's like, medicine right there you know working out was like medicine. oh yeah that's yeah. free so medicine tell, yes, people, sir. tell people how important it is yeah uh well first off like glad to hear that you're getting back into the fitness it, it's definitely uh it's therapy it's um you know it's a quote-unquote free version of ter- therapy yeah and uh yeah it really is and uh but i think i don't necessarily work out for like the reason I work out is, is exactly like to, to improve my, my mental state and to prepare yeah. me for whatever is next. Right. So I've lately been trying to do these crazy, well, in my head, crazy, I'm only like getting started, but like really suffer <laughs> when it comes to like physical training, I'm trying to put myself through, through like spots where I'm just like on the verge of quitting or literally saying I'm done. Like my body's hurting. I'm, 
I just can't do this. And I do it because I want to train my mind because I know like if my mind, if my body can't keep going, my mind is the one that's going to say, dude, keep going. Like you are stronger than this. Yeah. And if you overcome that, trust me, like some, like you will open up a whole nother kind of worldview. And then you, you overcome that and it only gets better. Like you climb one mountain and you think you're done. No, sir. There's yeah. a whole nother mountain. And if there's not a mountain, you build a mountain and you climb that one too. Um, so, you know, I think everything that I've been doing lately has been to improve my, my mental strength and my mental health. Yes. Um, my next question for you, right? And I'm going to answer some of this question. I want to say everybody, coping skills are different for everybody. You know, what I may mention, what Horatio may mention, what everybody else may mention may be different. You know, whatever works for you works for you. And I want to ask him, like, what are some good coping skills that you could recommend that can help somebody with their mental health? uh okay yeah this is where definitely like you said everybody's coping the strategies yeah. are, are very different i know a lot of people won't agree with how how i think um but for me i very unpopular belief i think but i like to i like to isolate i do like to be by myself that's one of my coping um strategies and most of the time i want to say probably 95 percent of my time I'm by myself, um, wherever I'm at, I'm by myself. And I, I do it usually because that's who I am. I'm more quiet. I'm more to myself, but when things get hard, uh, I tend to go solo as well. I, I just isolate and I get into my, into my own thoughts and I take a second. I think it's also important for people to take a step back take a step back. And like I said, what's most important is your mental health. So if you can take a second to, to just think about everything, make split, se split second decisions and be like, okay, I didn't like this, or this made me feel this way. Um, what, what's, what's next? What can I do now? Um, simply just being in your own head is good. Um, like I said, that's kind of what, what I tend to do. Um, but also don't be scared to, to open up. I personally, um, have opened up to very few people because that's just who I am. And like you said, so many people have different ways of doing it. If you want to go open up to somebody, go for it. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I don't like to open up too much because who's going to know me better than myself? Yeah. Who's going to know what I need, what I, what I want and how to get out of whatever feeling I have, good or bad. Um, so that's, that's kind of my coping strategy, just isolating and, and reevaluating everything. Yeah. And again, uh, you know, coping strategies are different for everybody. What may work for you, may not work for me, whatever, may work for the ratio, may not work for me or you, but it's all yeah, different. Exactly. You, just, you just never know, you know, what coping skills. So somebody that's listening, anybody that's listening, you know, it may work for you, it may not, you know? And next question for you is, can you tell the people that's listening why it's important to put their mental health first, right? I always say it's important to put your mental health first because nobody's going to put you first like yourself. So right. can you let the people know why it's important to put their mental health first? I mean, mental health, like I said, it's, it's the number one thing. It controls everything. It controls, your mind controls how you feel, uh, uh, what you're gonna do like 
absolutely everything. So I have lately been more like, okay, even though I'm going through a hard time, I try to keep a positive attitude. And I know it's easier said than done, yeah. but it, it's, it really is like finding that control. Like not everybody, every, a lot of people have claimed to have strong, strong mindset or, you know, they claim they're strong until things get hard. And that's when they find out like, oh, I'm not as strong as I think I am. And I say this because that that happened to me. That that's literally what happens to me. I always like me too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can I can deal with anything. Throw it at me until it finally hit me, and I was like, oh whoa, what? I'm not I'm not that strong superhero person that I think I am. Um, so have to really have to invest in in yourself. And if this is just like taking a step back and going out with friends to enjoy some some time reading a book, listening to music, going out to work out, whatever it is, but you have to at least do one thing a day to work on your mindset, to work on your mental health and improve it day by day. Um, because it, it really does dictate absolutely everything that you do and how you're feeling. Man, <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> Definitely agree with you, bro. Um, and I just want to ask one more question. I want to have a little fun with this question, right? Yeah. I am going to name some shows. Let me know. Would you go on there? You know? Okay. <laughs> so let's start off with another season of the challenge. Would you go back on? Would I go back on the challenge? Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100% okay. I'd go back. Okay. 100%. <laughs> so the next show, would you go on Amazing Race? I would love to go on Amazing Race. Yes. Uh, would, the next show I'm going to ask you, I would never go to this show, but would you go on Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I me, definitely would. I would tell you why I would go to that show. I had Desi Williams on there for that show. And I told her, I was mm -hmm. like, I think I just started watching Survivor. I never really watched it. And I was watching, I was yeah. like, oh, like, they really sleep on the island. I was like, oh, I was like, there's snakes and birds out there. I was like, oh, I was like, they really like, Use the toilet in the water and wash up and I said, oh yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that show at all. <laughs> um, no, I would love to do that. It's crazy. The, the show that I filmed, the first one, they yeah. were filming Survivor there as well. So we got to see like the Survivor Survivor participants there. Um, and you know, I mean they were going through it. They were, I remember them asking us for 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 like food and stuff. Like they were begging us for food. <laughs> and it's like we we actually got in trouble because we're not supposed to give and we threw them like because yeah. we were we were in a van and they were in another van so yeah. we, and we couldn't open the door because they were so we had to throw food out the window and yeah. i remember production production got so mad they're like hey you never ever do that like they're they're playing that show and that's yeah. part of what their game is they have to you know starve um but you know i i just i want to i don't know just for the experience and once again, for even for the mindset to grow my 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 mind, like having yeah. to go through that, you're you're gonna you're gonna come out stronger, hundred percent. Um, yeah, for me. Me and uh, the next show. I don't know if you're familiar with the show. Is well new on Peacock TV. The Traders. Would you do that? Uh, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah. No, yeah. No, look, when you get familiar. a chance on your free time, that you're so busy, bro. You should definitely watch this show. <laughs> um, okay. The next show, Big Brother. Would you do Big Brother? I would definitely do that show. 
uh, I, I would do it. I just think that it's very not me because yeah. that one, I mean, kind of similar to the challenge, um, you know, it's all based on the house, the drama, at least in the challenge, we were going out and doing physical stuff. And big brother, I know you have a little bit of those kind of things, but it's more like in the house and all that. And I'm more like, uh, keep me away from all the drama. So I would do it, but I don't know how good I would actually do. <laughs> and one more thing, this no show related, but well, not actually more about shows, but how was your partnership with your partner on Ride or Dice? It was very, very good. I think uh, how it ended was a lot better than how it started. And it's not like we started off in a negative position, yeah. but, you know, I think we, we, we just grew. Um, yeah. We became so much closer. Uh, I think, and the best thing that could have happened was when I had that freak out and yeah. kind of like how I said, like, I, I tend to isolate when things not go my way. When yeah. we had that mini final and I throw the thing and I walk away, which, you know, it wasn't probably the, the nicest thing to do at the moment yeah. but at the end of the day i see it as a blessing because it made us both learn how we work what we yeah. need from one another and it made our relationship so much stronger so i mean if that doesn't correlate with mental health i don't know what does because that's yeah. exactly like what happens with your mental health you, you you're going good and then boom you just get dropped and yeah. it's like how do you react then and then once you come like get out of that situation you come yeah. out better and stronger. So that's exactly what happened in, in that situation. So our relationship yeah. was amazing and I absolutely love Olivia. Um, yeah. you know, so I cannot have a, a single complaint. Yeah, Olivia, you could tell like watching it, y'all, I'm gonna give y'all this title, true definition of a ride time, you know. Thank Dope you. People, yeah. energy, like I don't like think that got any bad negative stuff online your, your energy was everything that worked together well and y'all came to compete you know rookies of the year <laughs> Thank college you. Ride or die. so my last question i want to ask you what does horatio got going on like what's next for you man what's next for me that's uh that's a question i ask myself every day um <laughs> uh, yeah you know man to be honest i've never been a much of a planner I kind of really, I literally do take everything day by day, uh, tend to, I want to enjoy every single day. Um, the only thing I know is that it's, I want to crazy that like when, when you're like, Hey, like, let's go and jump on my podcast. Like, heck yeah. Cause that's exactly what I'm working on right now. Like my mental strength. I want to yeah. call it my mental strength. And I'm trying to task myself with just being uncomfortable. Um, yeah. so and my way of being uncomfortable is by going in out and saying, okay, I'm going to run for 24 hours straight. Go like, just do it. It's like, what? Yeah, you're going to do it. Or you know what? You can't do, I don't know. You can't do 500 pull-ups, do them. When? Right now. And you have all day to finish, you know, that that's, those are the things that I'm trying to challenge myself with. And yes, they're going to help me improve as a competitor, as an athlete, um, yeah. physically but more than anything they're going to help me up here for when the going gets tough because um, I do think that when you are uncomfortable 
that's when you grow. If you're always in your comfort zone, like it's great, right? You're going to feel great about yourself, but you're really not going to learn or grow from any of it. Um, so I definitely yeah. want to just step out of my comfort zone and just kind of go through it to, in order to grow. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was going to say thank you, my brother Horatio, for saying yes to come on the podcast, saying yes to talk mental health. I know a lot of people in the world don't want to talk mental health. Actually, I think it's getting better that we're talking about mental health now and the stigma. But thank you for saying yes. I'm always thankful for all my guests, but especially when it's men, when men want to come on and talk mental health, this is like amazing. Thank you so much, my brother. No, no. Thank you. And, you know, like I said, everybody that's going through tough times, all I can say is tough times are, are not here to stay. They're only temporary. Um, so whatever it is that you're coping, like your coping strategy is, if it's isolating, if it's going out and reaching out to people, um, reaching out for help, whatever it is, you know what's best for you. And you, you, you're, nobody else is going to come. And there, there's so many help. How can I phrase this? I'm sorry. So many people that want to help yeah. accept their help, but know that at the end of the day, you're the only person that could get yourself out of that, um, out of that position. So try to, it's, it's a, a learning strategy for all of us. And every single day I'm learning, I'm growing. I'm not feeling confident every day. I'm not feeling positive every day, but I have to just kind of take it and learn and grow from it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you so much. Thank you.